Listen to Hebrews 12 as a possibility, and then let's go live this. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross. Let's pray. In these dark times, Lord, be our light. In these dark times, God, shine your light through us that the world may turn to you as we turn to you, as we lean with great anticipation into the fullness of your promised new creation. We bring this before you today in the name of Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is like a road construction project that is finally completed. All the debris, all the dust, all the extra dirt, all the gravel is completely clean. They come in and sweep everything away and they pave a new road where there are no bumps no potholes, no more detours, no more lane closures. But the kingdom of the world is like a road construction project that never seems to end. (laughs) Every day there seems to be more debris, more dirt, more gravel, more heavy metal machines designed to make holes in concrete. Combs and pylons are everywhere. Everything turns orange. And you start playing games in your mind where you look outside and you think, what's it going to be tomorrow? And the next day you come and there's even more stuff out front and more. And I did this this last week. I rode home and as I rode past, the green big pipe things and the big pieces of iron and the porta potty and everything else that's out there right now. I looked this morning when I rode up and suddenly there's this long yellow tubing that just appeared out of nowhere. I've been thinking a great deal lately about two things, storytelling and road construction. And I've been thinking about the way Jesus told stories and how oftentimes he pointed to things that the people saw every day and said, that's what the kingdom of heaven is like. Bread, shepherds, sheep, fig trees, and water. And if Jesus showed up today, might he not say that the kingdom of heaven is like a newly paved road with no bumps, no potholes, no construction. That the kingdom of heaven is like a yard full of green grass that never floods and never springs leaks. Where there is only the daily fresh bread of God's enduring word. Where there's only the protection of God's angels that bear us up on their hands. Where there's only the kingdom of heaven where we serve the Lord 
not beset on every side by the temporary cares of the world, not beset on all sides by weapons of mass distraction. In Matthew 4, Jesus is about to begin his preaching, but first goes out into the wilderness. And he goes out into the wilderness to endure. Are you ready to go with Jesus out into the wilderness to endure? Many of us might reply to such a question way ahead of you. I'm already there. Well, if so, come keep good company with Jesus. Who knows what it's like to endure? The story in Matthew 4 says this. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you. And on their hands He will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor, And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And then the devil left him and suddenly angels came waited on him. Is it even possible in this world of potholes and bumps to worship the Lord and only serve God? I'm asking seriously, is that even possible these days? When we began this year of endurance, I purposely set our 2023 virtue before us with no explanation at all. Endurance, just threw it out there for a couple of months and said, let your imagination run wild. Let's see what we do with this, just to give us some time to wrestle with the meanings of endurance. What does that mean? What does it mean to be people of endurance? So let's begin this season by enduring specifically in that, enduring in repentance. 
This is a season of repentance that we're entering into right now. What does it look like to endure in repentance? Not to just get by. That's not what endurance is. It's not just getting through it. Instead, it's enduring in something specifically. It's moving with it. Today, we're talking about enduring in repentance and forgiveness. What's that supposed to look like in our daily lives? The song we sang earlier today in worship, Heaven Came Down is a song about how heaven sends down grace and glory to us even during our seasons of repentance. And I was standing right over there a few minutes ago, and I've been thinking about this song. That was put in this worship service on purpose. But I was standing over there a moment ago before coming up here, and I could smell the song. Because what I remember the very first time I heard that song when I was probably 10 years old and I went to church with my Aunt Nancy in Rungi, Texas. I didn't know what you know, buildings like this were all about. It just I went with her because she said, let's go to church. Okay, go to church. And they were singing that song. And I know that because I've heard it a bunch of times since then. But I remember how much that song stuck with me at that moment. And I wanted to believe it. Like even at that age, and they were singing about heaven coming down and glory filled my soul. I was like, I want to believe that. That sounds good. That is attractive to me. I liked the sounds, and I liked the ideas that I heard at church. But I also liked the smell of old books. And I liked big, uncomfortable wooden benches. And I liked when they sang, heaven came down, and I really liked the song leader who stood up there who had this giant mustache that had wax on the ends of it. It just, it just something about it to my 10-year-old boy self just was very, it was just so appealing to see that mustache. And he led that song gently with these big oil-filled hands. And I remember at 10 and 11, that song filling my soul, even though I didn't know what it meant at the time. A few years later, when I was 12 or 13, I got a job, at, we had moved, I got a job as an assistant janitor at a church near our apartment. I would just go around and ask for odd jobs. You know, can I work here? Can you give me some money and mow your yard? Do this. And so I go to this church and they say, yeah, we'll give you $10 a week for about five hours worth of work. Great. I liked dragging the vacuum into this big old auditorium that smelled like old books and big uncomfortable wooden benches. There's also a very specific smell of used communion cups on a Monday afternoon after they've sat there for 24 hours waiting to be thrown away. It doesn't smell like grape juice, mind you, just kind of like grape juice. If there's such a smell as old purple, that's it. But it's a specific smell that only church janitors know. And I think it was the sounds 
and the ideas and the smells that attracted me to the possibility of spending my life in the church, of doing what I'm doing to this day, which is to tell the big story. And that story today is a story that begins with a call to repentance. It's a confession of our sins. It's a confession of our shortcomings that will be met with the promises that will result in people living day in and day out, enduring in repentance and faith so that one day some of these people wake up and they decide, I'm going to write a song about this because I feel it so deeply. And the only way that I know how to describe it is to put it down in a song. And they're going to write things like, heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Heaven came down, and Jesus' heaven is brought to us right to our doorstep. And that heaven is brought to us, whether it's green pastures or potholes and porta-potties, heaven still comes down and fills our soul. And thus we endure. Thus endurance. But it's not just endurance for getting through life. Instead, it's moving through life in the glory that fills our souls. Moving through life as heaven comes down among us and in us. Some days we run the race with patience. Some days we walk the race with endurance. And some days we crawl the race. But we keep running the race. And so let us believe together. Repenting is an act of turning to our God that sends heaven down and glory fills our souls. But if the road is under construction until everything is made new, perhaps it can be a good reminder of how we too are always in many ways under construction. And one more thing. Let us ask what then? Listen to Isaiah 58.10 as a possibility, and then let's go live. And if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. Blessings on your journey, whatever you happen to be going through, and do not be afraid.